In 2009, Bill Mitchell began tailoring clothes in his parents' basement on his mother's sewing machine. As he entered his final year at Clemson University, he gained a reputation for tailoring clothes and after lots of practice, created a pair of jeans from scratch. Within one year, he had a waiting list of over 400 people waiting for something unique. Today, he is the entrepreneur behind Billium Jeans. He is looking to invest in technology to automate and speed up the process of custom fitted clothing. He is someone to watch out for as he seeks to put Greenville back on the map in the textile industry. This is the Who's on the Move SC podcast. I am your host, Alan Cooper. This series on artists making an impact in our communities is sponsored by the South Carolina Arts Commission. Bill, tell us how you got started in tailoring clothes. Uh, well, I think my junior year in college, which would have been 12 to 13 years ago, I was about 21 years old at the time, uh, I had a friend that tailored clothes and uh, I asked him, where are you buying all your clothes at? Because everything seems like it fits you really well and I want to wear fitting clothes, or fitted clothes. And he told me that he had a sewing machine and he tailored everything himself. And he was maybe a 30-year-old married man at the time. And, you know, it was very, it was just, I'd never heard of anyone doing anything like that. So I started doing it too. And, uh, and I just ended up really taking a liking to it. And a lot of my friends started asking me to tailor their clothes as well. And after doing that and returning back to college that year, uh, I mean, everybody started asking me to make them things and tailor things. And so I made a pair of jeans. And then after that happened, uh, kind of the rest was history. Everybody just started asking. A lot of people think that what I do is make jeans, and that is true. But ultimately, what I'm doing is offering a service. And that service is very particular from person to person. Uh, you know, effectively, I am making a one-of-one one piece of art that fits your body for every single person that buys a pair of jeans from me. So it really requires a lot of attention to detail and care from a customer service perspective just as much as it does from a business or a manufacturing perspective. And, uh, you know, I, I think that if somebody wants a pair of jeans, they can go find that in, a, in another place. But when you walk in this room, and you see the machines and you see the, the process and kind of the, the atmosphere we've built, that's when you really understand that you're, you're buying into something that's uh, way more of a, a piece of art than it is a product. Tell us about a few early wins. Who were your first customers? I think when I, when I first started, it was really about the, the hands-on, the, the physical creation of the product and learning the trade of making jeans. And, uh, and then I realized that uh, you know, a lot of people were chasing that same thing, but what I could chase would be the actual uh, customization and the, the kind of one-of-one one, um, product creation experience. And so you know, I, would, uh, I would do things all the time you know, by working with different friends, and they would, they would tell other friends about things. And I think it was a very just natural growth process. I've never paid for advertising. Uh, we've never had any investment or any loans. I've never used a credit card for 11 years of business. And so what I knew is that I, I believed in myself. I believed I could create something. It was going to take a long time to create what I was trying to create. Uh, but I knew that if I just kept focusing year after year and doing a good job for people, then they would tell all their friends. And, uh, and that's exactly what's happened. Um, 
I've kind of been on the front end of all the different developing areas of Greenville over the past 11 years. So I've watched the city grow from a very unique perspective because I was an artist in all of the different developing art boroughs. And, uh, and I was typically the first one in all of those. And, and now even where we sit right now in, in 2021, we're in Unity Park and, and the Commons and this brand new development that everyone will eventually know about, you know, but we're, we're here while it's a construction site. So uh, I think, you know, to, to sum all that up, I think doing a good job for people over time, being excited about what I was doing, uh, allowed me to find different opportunities that just kind of presented themselves over, over the years. How was business in 2020? So 2021 is going to be interesting because uh, uh, 2020, I had a great year. I, I, I really worked hard. I made a lot of masks for a lot of people for a long time. Uh, almost had our biggest year of all time, and I didn't sell jeans for six months. So I pulled my main product away during quarantine and uh, during the shutdown so I could focus on expanding into every other thing that I was curious about. So for me, it was, it was a little interesting because I've always had a line out the door and a two-month waiting list. I mean, people have always just been trying to buy the product that I'm making. And I finally got a time to get a time to just sit and think and not have to worry about the demand for a second. And that's all that I needed to just do all the things that I wanted to do. So describe your product line in 2021. Looking around the space here, I can see that you now produce more than just jeans. Yeah, so the product line started as jeans. Uh, that was kind of my main medium is playing with denim. And then uh, I started doing aprons after that. And then I started doing belts. And then wallets and getting into more of the accessory stuff. I did cases for iPhones and laptops. And, uh, you know, when I would go to like a, a, a trade show or like a, a pop-up and have a little table with my stuff on it, it's really hard to sell a pair of jeans to people just walking by. Nobody wants to take their pants off at a at a craft show and uh and so i would i i started to really practice with the whole like the keychain and the wallet concept and uh, then i watched that idea and a lot of people really get into making wallets and, and keychains and i was like let me differentiate let me step away from this so then i started to make t-shirts from scratch and i would have the cotton grown dyed to my specific pantone and then i would cut it out and sew it and that was uh that was a huge product development for us then I got into jackets, doing both jean jackets and canvas jackets, you know, things that didn't look like I was making Levi's, you know, every time I was doing everything. So my own little spin on jackets. And then I got into making hoodies, sweatpants, uh, which then transitioned into making leggings and activewear. And that was something that I invested in 2020 is when everything shut down in the world, you know, everybody's working from home, nobody wants to wear jeans while they're sitting on their couch. So most women have moved to wearing athletic wear and stretch wear. And so I wanted to chase into that market because in the same way that no one's really making custom jeans at this point, nobody is making custom leggings. Nobody. I actually haven't really heard of anyone doing it at all. And that's such an obvious thing, but no one's, no one's doing it. So. Uh, that pretty much covers the whole spectrum of, of clothes. And, and then I, I developed uh, children's patterns. So in the near future, we'll be able to launch a line of kids wear as well. When did things start to change in terms of the range of customers that you reached? One of the big things that changed is about four years ago, maybe five years ago at this point, 
I was approached by a company in London who makes shoes. And uh, this company over there, uh, they had basically asked if we would want to do a collaboration together. And so I, I really, I mean, that's such a cool idea to be able to uh, start off making jeans in my parents' basement and then be approached by a company overseas. So we made uh, 50 pairs of jeans for them. And then I asked if I could fly over to London, bring those 50 pairs of jeans and sit in their store and people could meet me or I could tailor things you know, to their customers. And they said yes. So I jumped on a plane to London and, and uh, we sold those 50 jeans that during the 11 days that I was there. And they're like, well, that went well. Do you want to try 500 pairs of jeans? So I was like, yeah, this is, a, this is great. Let's do it. So uh, that we made 500 pairs of jeans for them. Uh, and then we went back and did it again. And so I've now been to London three times and sold jeans over there for five years or so with this one company. And we had plans on going back in this past March, but of course that was canceled because of the pandemic, but we will go back after that. And, uh, you know, and then starting to meet other people, people from Japan, people from South Korea, people in Australia, you know, there's, there's places all over the world that love American denim. And so I, I do plan on continue expanding globally. Uh, it's just, you know, figuring out the manpower and how to build a manufacturing facility has to kind of match the amount of demand I want to accept. But, uh, you know, year to year, it's just, it just keeps growing and I, I keep investing all my profit back into the company. And uh, so we grow and we get more machines and it allows us to grow even more. And, and then, uh, and then we end up here at the Commons, and this is basically the end-all, be-all place in Greenville, in my opinion. This is the, the hub of Greenville, and I think the, the mindset that, uh, that is communicated with this park is very much reflected in entrepreneurs in the city and, and kind of the heart of this city. So um, I love being here on the ground floor. And finally, what's new and exciting in 2021? So, uh, Last year, I invested in technology like I've never invested in before. And so I am going to essentially try to create a Build-A-Bear experience with custom clothes. So I want you to be able to walk in this room and I want you to be able, you to, be able to pick out your fabric for any form of garment that you want to have made and then you're essentially hiring me to do it. So um, in the huge investment in technology that I've made, I'm going to start talking about and using. Uh, there is a, uh, a robotic machine that's going to help me uh, essentially gather information, uh, gather measurements from people, and then cut out custom patterns. And that's going to speed up our process like nobody's business. I mean, that'll be really cool. And then uh, I'm looking to buy a building, um, and I'll say it on camera now. I'm trying to buy an old church right now and move my manufacturing into that old church and it become a hub of uh, textile manufacturing again in Greenville. So. That was our interview with Bill Mitchell, the entrepreneur behind Billiam Jeans. This is the Who's on the Move SC podcast, and I am your host, Alan Cooper. Please consider subscribing to this podcast on Spotify or Apple.